professionals here and these professionals are back with another guest uh it's damien and ross late night party boys and we're here with who i know is joanna but goes by joanna well that's my we actual go- name that's jo- how you what? pronounce it you've just been <laughs> insulting her the whole time really? by mispronouncing no, her name well, the thing is is like so my name is joanna is um, it though like moana Okay, you, and before or after the Disney movie, did, before, was it pronounced like before that? Before I was born, before that, I'm named after my Tongan godmother, Soana. You must know. Oh. So. Oh, so your your life story, I've never seen the film, but I'm I'm guessing it's similar. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I was born out of a conch shell. shell. No. Is was, that <laughs> is that how that movie is? No. <laughs> is that what happens in it? It is now. <laughs> is I Moana, seen it. Moana, a hermit crab. <laughs> Moana's Moana, a hermit crab. <laughs> Moana a, is a beautiful Disney character who you know. I'm not here to talk about Moana. I'm here to talk about me, right? Joanna. Joanna. So okay. yeah. Anyway, but basically, uh, yeah. Lots of people struggle to pronounce that. They and then it appears that I'm really uptight and intense about my name. Mm. So I get people to call me JJ because my middle name oh. is Joy. So Joanna Joy, JJ, pretty easy. Wow. But my stage name is Banana Jolie, which means pretty banana in French. Mm. And I didn't name myself. I got given that name. Who gave you the name? Uh, Miss Fribby gave me the name. Who is, um, she's like a... Is Miss Fribby her real name or a stage name? <laughs> That's her stage name. Who gave her her name? Uh, her name is like a blend of her name and her ex-husband's name of this oh. production company. That's real How awkward. names come about? Like, you know, That's, stage names have yeah. the strangest birth place. I don't know. I've been, I think... I, don't, I haven't got a stage name. I'm just regular me. Yeah, so when I came up with the name Ross Purdy, <laughs> you don't know this, my name is actually Matthew Allen. Are you serious? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but my name, stage name's Ross Purdy. When I came up with that, I was in the middle of a transcendental journey <laughs> in Europe, mostly in Amsterdam, getting that illegal weed. And I thought, whoa. My name should be Ross Purdy on stage. Because Purdy sort of sounds like pretty if a redneck said it. It does. It also sounds like like when you say Purdy, you just imagine someone stroking a velvet wall as well. Don't you? Yeah. Purdy. Which I was doing a lot of in Amsterdam. (laughs) Purdy. Purdy. And now, like, who calls you Matthew? Uh, Pretty much no one. Yeah. His mum calls him Ross now as well. Really? Your mum calls you Ross? My mum. Did just... you come out to your family? We were at dinner and you were like, so guys, from now on, I would like you to call me Ross. And everyone was like, we don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't call you ever. So, no we skin off our back. We just call you dumb fuck. <laughs> that doesn't change. <laughs> this doesn't change our lives at all. We don't have to remember it for the Christmas cards because we don't send you any. And when we do, it's dumb fuck. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, Ma. Have you got like a new signature now as well? 
like yeah. how do you do you fill out forms, Ross Purdy? Yeah, every time I try and fill out a form, bro, I accidentally write dumb fuck. Because <laughs> I've just been called out my whole life. My name's been actually Matthew Wellen, but I just keep getting called dumb the, fuck. The thing is, the government now just knows him like, is that too? Like his local MP when they mark him off the election roll. Like, I've been getting so many letters in the mail saying, vote for your local Labour MP, dumb fuck. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> It's not the name. It's not the name I put on the electoral roll. It's not the one on my driver's license. But he's just very, very active in his community. And um, so I'm, I'm guessing it. So Banana Jolly, it was from a. I'm guessing a clowning style course. No, no, or? that's like my kind of burlesque stage name. Oh. So basically, like burlesque. I mean, we're kind of like Banana Jolly is who I am when I am like MC at festivals. Um, you know, in my dance, doing all the high energy dance kind of stuff, putting shows together. Mm. And then I have like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, full length shows that have like its own single concept and maybe in that show then I am a character. So um, my upcoming show is called Spiritual Gangster mm. and I get referred to as Spiritual Gangster, but essentially I'm just kind of myself. Yeah. Um. But my other show, which is uh, going to be at Adelaide Fringe in 2019, Confessions of an Aerobics Instructor, uh, my character's name is Joy because I'm and like... you've done that show before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah. done it in Melbourne yeah. a couple of times and at a few other little arts festivals, but yeah. And you were an aerobics instructor. I am an aerobics you instructor. You am yeah. an aerobics instructor. Yeah. Well, right what you know. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Is it uh, good fodder for comedic material? Yeah, it's um, it's really good crowd work. Because, you know, in between in between tracks, I kind of try and have, like, a really lame segue or whatever I can. <laughs> and it's also really good as well, like, practice for when things bomb. Because, like, often people just don't give you anything. You know, I'm teaching a thing and everyone's bouncing around exercising. And they might not hear if I try and crack something funny. Mm. So, like, yeah, um... When it just when they just give me nothing, I'm like, okay, this is good. Make this the is out more, you just it's, make the workout more intense. It's to building punish the bomb them. resilience, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's good. And then the things that people do sometimes, you know, you can you can. What use do they do? I mean, I assume just farting each other a lot, but. Yeah, I think it's more. Sometimes it's the dynamic, you know. Some uh, some aerobics people are really intense about like what spot they get. Oh really? And like the class that comes after, like, oh, well, if I get my spot, you get out of the way, and you know, it depends. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to get farted on this person. I don't want to get farted on this <laughs> other person. <laughs> this person seems like they'll have less stinky farts. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you, you're the kind of person that wants the more stinky farts. Like, who knows? There's a lot of interesting people. I'm looking for an excuse not to shower today. <laughs> if I get farted on, it might cover up the smell. <laughs> uh. Why do you smell like that? No, aerobics class. Makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's what it's all about. Um, Yeah. So, Spiritual Gangster, what's Spiritual Gangster about? Spiritual Gangster is a cabaret comedy. I call it a breakdance, breakdown of being and believing. Mm. Um, Basically, like, a few things inspired me to write this show. Um, I was brought up Catholic, and, like, Jesus is still my homeboy. But, um, like... There's heaps of stuff I'm like, man, that's that's not cool. Like about you know the Christianity and the and, and Catholicism as a religious set, mm. and then also like you know I I'm a yoga teacher, so I've been like spending a lot of time um, exploring Eastern philosophy, and I'm also into like some of that weird hippie shit, like crystals and stuff. So yeah. like it's kind of like I got into crystals recently. <laughs> I'm not lying. He Are did. He really crack? has. I bought a hundred dollars worth of crystal after my dog died a couple of weeks ago because they need to be healed. Mate. Oh man. <laughs> I'm on a journey. <laughs> Problem is, all his anchors now just transferred on. Somehow me. it's transferred to Ross. Like I'm quite peaceful now, and then Ross is just raging against the machine. That's the way it works. You guys should have put some potpourri or sage or something in here to clear the clear mm. the area beforehand. Yeah. Should have cleansed you, Ross. <laughs> Now, now you're the hateful one, and I've been healed with rose quartz. Oh, Ross. I refuse to get gem crystals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in the show, and also like, um, well, you know, I had my heart broken for the first time pretty hardcore mm. this year, and that kind of like 
it's in times of despair that we kind of need to find some kind of faith and light and also or my, start believing in crystals or start believing in crystals and also my dad um like he's had cancer for 12 years oh, and geez. he's kind of in his last year so mm-hmm. he's like he's a miracle because his faith is really strong and i'm kind of like well man if it's working for him like it's not going to cost me anything so yeah in my show i'm like okay uh let's just kind of work it out figure it out so um yeah i do like some fucking hip-hop dancing and head spins it's and an interesting and combination of philosophies because you have eastern which is very much you know peace from the inside out mm. and then you have catholicism which is kind of just like hey here's a guy that existed two thousand years ago uh he was pretty cool and he saved us all yeah uh, so trust 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 him and then you have uh gangster philosophy which is shoot money yeah. shoot people get bitches I mean the gangster something, thing. Something. The gangster thing. It's kind of like I don't know. What's what's gangster philosophy? There's all sorts of gangster philosophy. Yeah, like, that's what gangster you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And like also, Italian. Yeah. Mafioso. <laughs> Look after the family. And then there's like, well, in in the show, I'm almost like kind of like a wannabe gangster, like yeah. how um how um Ricky Baker wants to be gangster in um, Hunt for the Wilder People. Ross, you're my pop culture person. Oh, it, yeah, I haven't, seen I haven't seen it. People. So like, there's this kid, right? Ross has seen everything, and he's got, he's gone around, and he's like, oh, I'm, t- I'm trying to be gangster and stuff, and he's then graffitiing, s- yeah, and then Sam Neill and him, they team up and they oh. learn from much from each other and something. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> you gotta see it. All right, yeah, Tiger Waititi directed it. It's oh. just like it's a kick-ass New Zealand movie that came right. out two years ago. Yeah, so, and it's also kind of like that idea, and I know it's like a bit fluffy or you could say it's woo-woo or whatever, but, you know, like, you can't you can't try and be cool. You can't try and be gangster. Essentially, you just have to be yourself and find yeah. your own swagger. So, I mean, the show's like in 10 days and there's still kind of all that sort of stuff that I'm figuring out, but, mm. you know. It's exciting. It's exciting. Exciting, and you're yeah. taking it to, so you're taking it to Perth? Nah. No. This is its first season, standalone show. I did a little bit of it at Splendor in the Grass this year. Yeah. Um, Who organises that? I'd love to. We should weird people out at Splendor. Yeah. People at Splendor. at the freakout tent. (laughs) Is there a freakout tent? I don't know. Is that where people just come to get freaked out (laughs) when they're high and they're just like, this would be a terrible idea. Let's go. Why are they holding kidneys and hitting us with crucifix dildos? (laughs) (laughs) Both yeah. from our new show. Yeah. <laughs> While we're on the plug. <laughs> While we're talking about shows. <laughs> Freak out tent. <laughs> just, just the things that'll give people psychosis like and nightmares tent. at a festival. <laughs> Mate. Freak out tent. I'm feeling too calm. I'm feeling too grounded. Yeah, I'm having too good a time. Yeah, let's go to the freak out tent. <laughs> let's get our anxiety Add some up. perspective. <laughs> let's just have a photo of our parents just looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Spiritual Gangster, here's the plug, boom, chakalaka. It is uh, the 28th of November until the 1st of December at the Butterfly Club, and you can just, like, you know, find it where you find most things on the internet and in your belly button. In the belly button, Mm. where all the good stuff is. Yeah. Well, I can find his lint. (laughs) Well, you're not looking hard enough for us. Yeah, I just keep getting chocolate in my belly button for some reason. Yeah, it looks like he's got a brown Audi. Like it's <laughs> that sounds it's like something else. What does it sound like? <laughs> you know, the grossest thing is an Audi belly button. I think we can all agree. Well, and any Audi, an an any Audi. Audi's still pretty perplexing. Like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> and stop looking at me like that. <laughs> well, well, yeah, one of the like. When we were learning about uh, pregnancy in high school, and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, when, you know, when women get pregnant, sometimes their belly buttons go from uh, an innie to an outie. And I'm just like, Jesus, I'm out. <laughs> That's the most gross thing about childbirth. And I'm like, not the placenta dropping everywhere, not the dilations, just the belly button turning from an innie to an outie, because that's terrifying. I remember seeing this. This was the first time I discovered that concept. Mm. As I saw a pregnant woman and I saw a thing that looked like a finger poking through <laughs> her like, The top. baby's escaping. Yeah, I was like, what is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> the baby's clawing its way out. <laughs> and it was just kind of there, protruding 
yeah. the center of her belly. And I was like, I think I said to my mum, what is that? They're like, that's her belly button. I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, I'm yet to be with child. But yeah. um, <laughs> the, my, like, my family and, and those else around me who have gone through that amazing experience of evolution, et cetera, say that, like, your body, like... You sound like you're obligated to say it's amazing. Well, you know, your body, I think it's pretty cool. Your body has, you've lived in your body your whole life, and Mm. then suddenly it takes on this whole new function. And someone else is living in it. other way, yeah. This was my body first. Man, this is getting pretty existential. It is. (laughs) You turn into a human babushka doll. What body is inside that body? Inside that one. The twin I ate. (laughs) (laughs) That was poor Percy Allen. Poor Percy Allen. (laughs) The twin he never had. Because he got peckish. Wasn't eaten in vain. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's why Ross is the creativity of two. (laughs) Two whole humans. Um... Uh, yeah, we should probably get onto your story. So yeah. you, you're a very spiritual person. You gave us like a somewhat spiritual story. Mm. And by spiritual, I mean it's in India. In, uh, it's in India. Mm. Which is, most people think it's the most spiritual place on earth, right? Oh, right? some people could say Burning Manors. Oh, but it depends on what you're doing there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you probably see God more often at Burning Man, but yeah. that that's with the help of many other things. Mm. Um. So, yeah, tell us about your tri- trip to a yoga retreat in India. Yep. So, I went to India uh, to do my yoga teacher training, and um, I was in Rishikesh and for a month. Um, look, it was, I mean, at the bottom of the Himalayas, it was really cool. Um, it was quite challenging, both physically and mentally. Probably one of the most mental challenges actually was having to be patient with some of the other people because there was oh, really? a lot of Americans who were like, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. I feel so great, much. but what the hell is this move? <laughs> no, they were all like, oh, I'm so grateful for your practice today, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just <laughs> like, man, like, that wasn't cool. What? Like, <laughs> what, them being happy? Like, <laughs> no, like... Yeah, we had to, you know, we had to teach each other and stuff. And I was like, "You made me feel really unsafe with what that what you were doing there." Were like I doing? just gave them really blunt feedback. Were they the evil Knievels of yoga? No, were they no. Doing moves no one had seen before. Just no, like, they just were. jumping on a motorcycle. <laughs> 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 but anyway, I mean, you know, um, what were they doing? What were they doing? Yeah. Well, like they they were. Let me think. I mean, you know, they'd only just learnt to teach, so they were, um, what were they doing? <laughs> were they just they being Americans watching. that upset yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. They're just so loud. It's just so there peaceful was one dude here. He just like didn't, 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 um, he just read everything off the paper. He didn't like do any demonstration the whole time. It's just like the Ikea manual of yoga. Yeah. He's like, all right, this part goes in here and you just lie down. <laughs> Pretty apparently. much. And then, like, he's like, stretch your legs. And then just, like, looked at us. And it was like, do it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. So you didn't like the Americans, and that was the toughest part? I mean, there were some oh. cool Americans. Mm. Um, it wasn't, yeah, it was it was a challenging part. I mean, it, it's the thing, like, when you go away from home and you've got to, like, wake up at 5.30 and <sighs> do yoga all day and then, Jesus. you know... Um, I mean, that'd be the hardest part, just waking up at 5.30, I'd imagine. Yeah, it became kind of kind of nice. Um, you couldn't buy any, you can't buy any alcohol or meat in the whole town. Yeah. So it was really refreshing, actually, to just, like, socialise, be like, let's go and get a smoothie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have no choice but to be healthy there. Yeah, in some ways. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> no coffee? Nah, there was coffee, okay. but I didn't drink coffee. Right. I just chose to abstain mm. from most things. Um, I mean, India is a very challenging country. Like, you know, everyone who I met uh, who'd been there before I went, they're like, it's an assault on your senses. <laughs> and like, it's quite true. Like, you know, everything is like loud and colourful and like, 
I went to those markets and there was just like all of this chili and cracked pepper just floating in the air. Oh, and I was just stood there at one stage and it was like a soundscape of people like coughing because like, you know, they, they were just all like, ha, 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 and it was just like coming from all these different oh directions. God. Then I felt myself get hit on the back of the head with something and I turned around and a man was carrying a sack of potatoes on his head and just trying to push past me. And then there was like goats like just running everywhere. I mean, it was, it's like this wonderful chaos that wow. like, and, and after, um, you know, the story that I told you, like at the end of it, that was the only moment where I just wanted to be like, fuck off <laughs> that, like, that that's oh. that's that's a great sentiment because i feel like we captured that in your story excellent and you had some you had some drama on the way there as well yeah. just people tra- like tell us about that like when I mean, i've never been to india everyone who all my friends there like just rave about it and they're just like oh it's a different way of life it's this it's yeah that. it totally and, is i mean you just have to like that dude, Rakesh, who scammed me, he's just like, you're an Indian now. Oh, no, I don't even think it was him. I think it was a dude at the hostel. I just wasn't laughing at his jokes because I was really <laughs> tired. And, like, I'd been in too much air conditioning for too long. What kind of jokes was he telling you? Were they good jokes or just, like, really bad jokes? Oh, uh, yeah, they were, like... I mean, you, know, didn't, laugh. you didn't laugh. You so didn't so laugh. I'm, I'm sure yeah. they weren't memorable enough. Yeah. And you and do he, comedy. And he, and he so. was kind of like... You're in India now, and he did like the little head wobbly thingy. <laughs> you know, like that that head wobbly thingy can mean like yes, no, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, they do that all to. the time. It like, can mean anything. Yeah, I went with my friend to hospital because she had p- blood in her poo because she was really sick. Jesus. And that's a that's a bloody story itself as well because oh. we went across this like little two person wide footbridge at rush hour with three of us on a scooter and there's like scooters, cows, families, a man carrying a trailer full of chickpeas. Like <laughs> what? That's amazing. And a then there's a storm. Trailer. Like and then we go to the hospital and it's like ultimate white privilege, like we just gotta go straight straight ahead. Mm. And she sat on this dirty sheet and like talked to the doctor but like there was a million people Did just she have like blood pushing in, her stool in front from of the dirty sheet. No. no, there was a million people just like pushing in front of her, handing the doctor money, pulling the doctor around the corner to come and look at their kid and stuff. And she said to the doctor, like, "What can I do?" And the doctor just like did the head wobbly thing and was like, mm, "Just rest." And then she goes, "Can I do yoga?" And she did the head wobbly thing again. She's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> 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 Yoga's okay. <laughs> I mean. God. So it's it's you know it's just a whole different whole different way of life. And, yeah, but, there's a lot but, of bribery, obviously, like yeah, paying to but see it's the doctor. It's not 100 corrupt, and like yeah. I mean, one of my friends who'd spent some time there, she said she's like anything can happen. Like there's the richest of the rich and the poorest of the poor, and like you know, one of my drivers was like, "You move to India, I'll make you a Bollywood star in six months," and I said that to someone, and they were like, "Yeah, that could probably happen." <laughs> like that's pretty legit that does actually happen like you know so um, well, didn't Brett Lee the Australian cricketer start in a bunch of Bollywood films right really because they love cricket so much over there they're just like we'll make you a star yeah and apparently he was I mean I hate cricket and so I'd never watch it but I remember seeing a trailer for it it looked pretty ridiculous yeah it's um I've got a friend who does lots of Bollywood dancing. Oh really? Yeah. And mm. she's like posting on her Facebook all the time, like, who wants a contract in Mumbai? Wow. Mm. Totally. Yeah, there's quite a few Bollywood dance groups in, in Melbourne as mm. well. It's a pretty pretty um joyful kind of dance style. Mm. Um yeah, so I mean, I definitely want to spend more time there and um it's it's like you just have to kind of change your mindset yeah. when, you, when you move around and then and then be open to things and not be in a rush because, like, the, the you... more that you can slow down and, like, just, like, step back and admire the soundscape that is the market or but admire. isn't, like, I mean, they've got a lot of people. Yeah. Like, isn't it, like, everyone's in a rush all the time? Isn't that the thing of, like, those busy cities or? Yeah. I guess they're in a rush, but that, like... Everyone's like occasionally yeah, like you just they're in a rush s- and like you get pushed and you get stared at and all that sort of yeah. thing. But one thing like it, <laughs> it, it did feel like a little bit good for my ego at times because like being a white woman, I was like a celebrity. <laughs> oh. So like people just want to take photos with you Jesus. all the time. They come up to you and they go, "Excuse me, selfie." Oh, wow. And they're like, "Where are you from? New Zealand? Oh, cricket! 
you know, and and like you get sick of it. Like I was. They um, probably say that about every country. I was, yeah. I don't know. Cricket. I was like pretty homesick. I'm from Japan. Cricket. <laughs> we don't have that there. Cricket. I was sitting at a cafe, like pretty homesick, pretty run down. You know, mm. halfway through the teacher training, like video calling my parents and kind of having a bit of a teary. And, like, people just come over to me, selfie, selfie. I'm like, no. I'm trying to cry. <laughs> Never seen a white person cry. They've always been so happy and wealthy. Capture my tears. <laughs> this is the rarest selfie of them all. <laughs> they have nothing to cry about, ever. i got to get this on camera. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so you got tell us about the, the scamming. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how's it going to work? Are you going to... Yeah, you just tell I'll us, tell you the story yeah, tell and then you guys are going to fucking... Okay. So yeah, basically, yeah, you gave us some dot points to mm. go off and mm. that was... Uh, you're on the way to the yoga retreat. Yeah, so I was going from Delhi to Rishikesh, um, which is like uh, an eight-hour drive. And I really wanted to take the train because I heard that was like the nicest cultural experience and I had like a day or so to get there. Mm. So at the hostel in Delhi... Um, I was by myself, but then I found these two people from the UK and we were cruising around together. And then I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to go and get my train ticket from the train station and you can, I'll just meet you at the hostel later because I know it's going to be a massive mission. Like Mm. the dudes at the hostel told me like the specific gate to go through because they're like, basically people wait outside the train station to scam you. And I was like, then they said, go through this gate. Don't talk to anyone. They like wrote stuff down on a piece of paper for me. I was like, sweet. Mm. Like, Went to the train station, ready with the mindset to kind of wrestle the crowds. and um, But then these British people were like, oh, no, we'll come with you because, like, it's going to be really interesting and it will yeah. be cooler to just all go back together. I was like, oh, kind of like knowing, like, oh, man, they might grab my, like, wrestle style. <laughs> anyway, so I went with them and then got to the train station. Like, so there's just, like, a whole bunch of people yelling at you, basically. Yeah. Like, for various reasons. And, um... <laughs> and List I was three like, reasons. I was go. like, no. Like, they were like, no, you can't go in here. It's closed. Go around there. I was like, um... Like, holiday, holiday, holiday. You know? And you're like, what? Just buzzwords. Yeah, like, just That bu- sounds good. <laughs> Saving. Save, save, save. <laughs> I um, want to save. <laughs> anyway, so I was like... No, like just not listening to them, not really making eye contact, going straight mm. ahead. And one of the dudes, like I turned around and he was talking to a guy and I was like, walked over, I was like, come on, man, let's go inside. And he's like, no, no, this guy's got like an official government ID. He said that the train station's closed. I'm like, oh, what? And he's like, yes. And then he was just like, listen to me and basically said like, you can't go on the train station. The entrance is closed. It's very dangerous take this tuk-tuk and I'll take you to another office mm. and I'll make sure the tuk-tuk doesn't scam you. It's just going to be 10 rupees. And most tuk-tuks, they were trying to charge us like 60 rupees. So I was yeah. like, oh, this is pretty good. Anyway, so we jumped in the tuk-tuk. We went to this office. And the office, like, and you see it lost lots of like hostels and stuff in Asia. It had mm. like writing on the wall from different tourists, you know, in different languages. And they were like, dear Rakesh, thank you so much for sorting out our yeah. travel. India wouldn't have been the same without you, la, 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 la. So I was like, oh, well, the writing's on the wall. Like, this place <laughs> must be legit. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> anyway, sit down there. Rakesh, like, <laughs> just, we were there for, like, three hours Jesus. just to book a bus and a taxi. Because he was just like, you want chai? And so then got me a chai and got my friends a chai, tried to chat up the other chick, like, you know, he pulled out. He's like, I have 20 credit cards. I'm like, that's not really a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you leave your boyfriend in Australia. I will do anything for you. And I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> Can you just get my... And I was like, I want to take Does a train. Does your boyfriend have this many credit cards? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, but he's got a very good money. Um, like, you know, and, and he was like... Um, no, you can't take the train because there's a religious holiday in Rishikesh because Rishikesh is the holy land. Mm. And there was a religious holiday in Rishikesh. Rishikesh was, like, packed with tourists from India. And, like, I don't even know, like, tourists from India, like, they just, they love it. They have photo shoots everywhere. And that's also why it was, like, ultimate selfie time and really busy for the bridge apocalypse and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so, yeah, and he's like, okay, I'll book you this bus. And I was like, 
hey man, like, I'm going to be traveling by myself and it's a night bus. Like, is this a safe bus for tourists to be on? He's like, yes, of course. Trust me. I wouldn't do that to you. Blah, blah, blah. And I was Would like, a man with 20 credit cards be <laughs> untrustworthy? <laughs> I know, I know. Look how much credit they've trusted me with. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, oh, he was also like, I've never, I've never had alcohol. My only vice is chai and food. <laughs> And I'm credit like, cards. Okay, yeah, totally. <laughs> and scamming people. Uh, anyway, so... And the long con. Booked the bus, forked out more money than what I planned for. And so the thing was is that my yoga teacher training finished and then I had to catch a flight back to Melbourne like the next day. So I had I couldn't take a bus or a train because I would have, like, you can't trust it, you know? Yeah. So I took a taxi, which was like a hundred US dollars. Considering it's an eight hour journey, I was like, mm. well that's pretty alright. Was your um, taxi driver white? No. <laughs> I don't know. I just, maybe it's opposite in India. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You never know. No, no. That would have been great. But they all just try and undercut each other. All oh, the taxi really? drivers. So like, you know, I booked a, so they, another trip to they the Uber Taj- themselves. I booked a ta- trip to the Taj Mahal through TripAdvisor. Mm. But then that guy was like Next time you want to go on a trip, don't use TripAdvisor. Here, take my card. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so the story of the bus. So, yeah, booked it. He's like, come to my office at 8 o'clock on the day that you have to go. So I had a couple of days. Came to the office, gave me a chai. I was like, you burnt my tongue. (laughs) Waited for like (laughs) two hours. I was like, isn't my bus leaving at like 8 o'clock? He's like, no, don't you worry, don't you worry. And then he said something really inappropriate. Um, like he started talking to Did me about his vices again. And he was oh. like, I haven't had a woman for like seven years now. I was just like, look, you're here for a service, which is booking my transport. And I fully just turned my back on him. I was like, mm. that is inappropriate. Because like I was talking to a few other people and India is a great country. I mean, they just haven't had as much interaction with like sassy white chicks. So <laughs> like... You know, I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity to educate you. <laughs> so went to the bus stop. I had to catch a tuk-tuk, which he was like, it's 50 rupees. I was like, what? He's like, well, you've got to pay for my mate to take you there. It's 10 the other day. I know. And the tuk-tuk was like a rickshaw, so it was tiny. It couldn't even fit my bag in it properly. Uh, so, wait, so it was pedal. He just pedaled. Yeah. It wasn't like a... Oh, Rakesh didn't pedal. <laughs> the other dude did. So this was a guy... Who was sitting with you, with another guy yeah. who's just panting away on I just had to pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. motor. No motor. No yeah. motor. No motor. Yeah. All luggage. Degree heat. All the dirt. Yeah, the luggage had to sit like on my lap, my backpack, because it couldn't even fit in the back of the rickshaw. Good lord. And I was just like, what? Anyway, got to the bus stop, which was kind of just like a side of the road, side of a highway, and. Like, the dude didn't really speak English. He had my ticket. Like, I could see it in his hand. And then he just gave it to someone else who was lining up what? for an ice cream. <laughs> and I was, and he's like, I go. And I'm like, where are you going? Where's my ticket? And he just points to the dude who's lining up for an ice cream. I'm like, when's the bus coming? You'll get your ticket when I get my ice cream. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't part of the deal. And then... Look, I'm hungry for ice cream. <laughs> and then... Fortunately, I met this Norwegian dude who's like, are you going to Rishikesh? And I was like, yeah. He's like, sweet, I'm going to. I was like, But I know? can't get my ticket till these guys he's get like, their ice cream. He's like, I don't even know if I've got a ticket. I'm like, when, <laughs> when, when is the bus coming? He's like, yeah, it'll come. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> cool. Anyway, I go to the dude and be like, um, you've got my ticket. Can, can I, do you know when the bus is coming? He's like, wait here. And then I think he gives it to one other person. A bus comes. I ask them if it's my bus. They're like, no. And then we meet this Israeli dude. So there's three of us who are like English speakers all going to Rishikesh on this kind of wild goose chase. And it ends up being like 11.30 at night until we end up getting on the bus. I had to pay to put my bag on the back. Get on the bus. And like, I think I I sat with the Israeli dude. And the bus was so bumpy and, and, like, they drive pretty crazy. Yeah. And then, like, tried to kind of go to sleep. But they are very liberal with the horn of the bus. But the horn's not like, beep. It's like, <laughs> or some kind of siren. So that kind of, kept on going. You can't get angry on the roads when oh. you've got, you know, a novelty horn playing. You can't. Then we kind of stopped somewhere random. Like, I thought it was going to be one cushy night bus. Stopped somewhere random. Change bus, 
this re- process happened several times. Oh my god! Um, like met some pretty funny people and talked to them about cricket and talked to them about New Zealand and yoga and yeah. stuff like that. Huh. got there like at nine o'clock the next day, and like where we got off the bus was like so many tuk-tuk drivers. This is when I wanted to be like, fuck off, because they were all just like driving next to you. Like, yeah. you want tuk-tuk, you want tuk-tuk, where you go, where you go, where you go. And um, and then, then you're like, no. And another one comes, you know, and you've had like no sleep. And like, it would have been quicker via tuk-tuk. Maybe. Not really eaten. And there was all these, like, you're next to a dump, basically. I don't oh. know if it was a dump, but it was like filthy. There was flies and pigs and like oh. dogs. What? Yeah. I don't think people dump pigs and dogs in landfill. Well, no, they, they were just enjoying the, the ecosystem. Oh, they were just in. Oh, yeah, they, they were just going. Dead. They, they were, yeah. like, just roaming around. Just I mean, the pigs were pretty cute, but mm. there was a lot of them. I, I mean, like, I saw a few rats, too, you know. Like it was oh, yeah. That sort of thing. I mean, it's not all pigs and dogs. you got a couple of rats in <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> and boots and cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome so, to the most spiritual place on earth. <laughs> boots it's and just cats like, and boots and cats. <laughs> <laughs> feral dogs, pigs, rats, cats. But ultimately, like I mean, that's the thing is like we 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 do have it pretty cushy, mm. you know. So like doing that, do, having that um, culture shock, culture shock, yeah. having that simplicity, having not your comforts of like your soft bed and your air conditioning. Like that's that's when you really like have to face up to yourself, you know. That's when you're like, whoa. How am I dealing with this? And if you are, like, <clears throat> dealing with it and, like, you know, you're not able to accept you're really spoiled or whatever, then that's when you need to get a bit reflective. Yeah. Douche. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, – and then – but then we took this really loud tuk-tuk to the bridge where we needed to go, mm. like, because the bus – where the bus dropped was a couple of k's, and it was so loud, like – I don't know what was wrong with the engine, but it was, you know, driving. And then yeah. and then um, the side of the bridge that I was on, there was no tuk-tuks. There was just cows and scooters. And I got there and, like, it was just this absolute feeling of, like, <sighs> I've arrived. Like, and and I think, you know, going through the craziness that was the bus and the scam and all that sort of thing, made getting there to this you could genuinely sense the the spirituality in the air um, it's all about the journey all about the journey man and you're like i'm finally here then you hear a loud american and you're just like fuck yeah yeah <laughs> totally and i sat i sat and i you know yeah i i looked out at the water and and i sat by the river and there was monkeys you know oh. and the trees and and birds and the water like it's it's the Ganga, it flows down from the Himalayas. It's it's the mother it's of very the pure. you know thing. So um, that was pretty cool. Mm. That was really cool. You got it all worked out in the end. Yeah, and I you made it back. I made it back, and I fortunately managed to share the taxi with some Russians mm. the, the way back, uh, and and a dude from the Ukraine who like he got really sick because he was a raw vegan, oh. and there like wasn't enough food for him to eat. He just ate like cucumber and carrot because like, like that's not lots of raw vegetables grow in that part of india cucumber carrot beetroot and bananas he got really ill i was like dimitri let it go <laughs> have some fucking rice I have ethics <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you're wasting away he was he turned yellow Fuck. <laughs> i don't have convictions i have nothing <laughs> so dedicated to the cause let it go dimitri <laughs> I will not eat an unraw vegetable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is it is forbidden. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my ethics go pretty quickly. I don't even have to turn yellow. Any any tinge. Give me yeah. any excuse, I'll yeah. go back on my ethics. Yeah. <laughs> just just for something different, you know. Totally. It's a bit of change. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh that's your story. Boom. And um now we're going to do a little sketch on how we interpreted it. Um, do I talk? No. Yeah, you do. You play the part of yourself. Oh, my God. Because that's the part you're most qualified for. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to yeah, chuck, chuck a, your, your lappy? Oh, wow. You get a laptop. You put the words in my mouth. We put the words yeah. in your mouth. Sick. And also have to have a discussion on uh, Indian accents. Can we do them or not? 
Uh, well, if Hank Azaria's taught us anything, we can do it for 30 years, then people start hammering us about it. That's fair enough. So we got a good 29 years before it's an issue. <laughs> All right. I say not, though. Yeah, yeah, let's err on the side of caution. Uh, mind you, on the bright side, we don't have comedy careers to ruin. Yeah. So there's, there's always that. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Joanna Simmons' party story. Joanna waits for a train at the local station. Ah, the smell of spice and 1,339 billion people living in close proximity. I did it. I finally found my way to India. But... Sure, I found India, but will I find myself? Will I find a purer way of life and a new mindset? Will I follow the path of true enlightenment? The kind of enlightenment that can only be learnt by the impoverished people of India and only capitalised off by the select few Westerners they deem worthy on a monetary basis. Gosh, I hope I'm worthy of being blessed with the knowledge of Sanskrit chakras and how to pull off my yoga pants at the sacred retreat. All aboard the train to enlightenment. I mean, Rishikesh. Oh, that's my train. <laughs> no. No, the station is closed. You must just be having astral projection of a train to enlightenment. Really? Yes. Say, you didn't come here to find, find yourself by any chance. Maybe do some yoga? I did! <gasps> How did you know? I too walked the path of enlightenment, my child, and can guide you to a mode of transport that will get you well on your way. A train pulls up to the station. Well, I can see a train to Rishikesh boarding now. No, 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 my child. It's one of those ghost trains. It's a spiritual thing that only us Indians are aware of because of all the yoga we do. Oh, really? I had no idea. Yes. Well, there is much to learn about the majesty of, of trains and... But there's a real conductor boarding real people. I can see my friend Rochelle over there. Hey, Rochelle, get on the train, you idiot! Guys, I think I should get on the train. I'm sorry, are you a yoga master who can see spirits and understand their deep interconnectivity of life? Well, not yet. That's what I thought. Those people, Rochelle... She is not your friend. <laughs> she is an evil spirit. And the others? Ghost people. Then why can I see them? Because you've come to Eden, India to do yoga, which means you're taking the first step to enlightenment. First, you must see what's not there. Then, you can truly see the things that are there. How do you know? A rickshaw driver pulls up as the mysterious man turns to talk to him. Hey boss. Every white person comes here to attain spiritual enlightenment and do yoga. I have my ways. Anyway, what's most important now is that we continue along this path. Here, get into this rickshaw. I'll get you where you want to go. 20 minutes later, the rickshaw drivers take, take them to the tourist office of enlightenment where they are greeted by a receptionist. Welcome to the Tourist Office of Enlightenment. As you can see, we have testimonies from all the people we've helped over the world, all of which are written in Hindi. Because we enlighten them so much, they learn a language in just six weeks. Amazing! Oh, it's such a privilege to be here. I'd just love to book that train to Rishikesh. Ah, yes. Trains. The rail cars of the road. Amazing. So if you can book me into that train, that'd be great. Ah, trains. Love trains. All those people remind me of a joyous occasion like a wedding. I love my family. Do you have a family? Yes. Do you love them too? Uh, yes. We have so much in common. Oh man, I'd love for you to meet my family. Little Vishnu's quite the cricket player. That sounds lovely, but I'd really like to book that train. 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 Training for a marathon would be tough, don't you think? Yeah, it's a long way to run. Yes, it is. It is a long way to run. Oh, I was thinking that too. Finally, someone else. You and me, look at us. Get it on like a house on fire. Yeah, I'd really like to get that train. Well eh? spotted. Hey, you seen that movie Train Spotting? 
I love that movie. You like movies? Yeah, sure. I like I like movies. Great. I have a cousin in Bollywood. And he'd love you. You'd be great in one of his films. Here, let me show you the trailer of his last one. Person grabs out their phone and shows Joanna the film trailer. You like that? You like that? Ha! It's changed the game. It's a love story and a musical. Yeah, it's nice. You could be in a Bollywood movie like this if you play your cards right. I could put in a good word if you like. A word like train. I'd like to be on one. To Rishikesh. What's a train? Are you serious? You know I'm rich? <laughs> Look at these credit cards. I have 50. 50 credit cards. Those banks just don't lend money on credit to anyone, you know? You have to be worthy. I'm wealthy as. Have you ever seen a man with so many credit cards? The wealthier the man, the more debt he can willingly enter. That's, that's just fact. I also have several passports. Uh, genuine Rolex. So you know I'm legit. Also... Here's just a Velcro wallet I found on the floor of the train station bathroom. Oh, the train. Yeah, book me a train. Ah, uh, yes. That train that left on the tracks of enlightenment. No train for you. You need a bus. Much better. A chartered bus. Much more expensive. I mean, comfortable. Here, take this chai. It'll help with the comfort. The person hands Joanna a chai. She takes a sip and her tongue falls off. Oh, whoa, my tongue! Now, now you'll be much more comfortable with the knowledge you won't be able to talk anymore. It burned clean off! Fourteen agonizing, tongueless days later, Joanna <laughs> awaits as a bus finally makes its way to the stop. She attempts to make her way into the bus when she's stopped by the bus driver. Uh, sorry, ma'am. Do you have a tongue? This is a tongues only bus. Joanna, frazzled, grabs out a piece of tongue and staples it, and attempts to haphazardly staple it back on. <sighs> Sorry, man. You're just delaying yourself further. Now you gotta wait for the stapled-on tongues bus. The bus driver pulls away from the station very quickly as Joanna groans in frustration and goes back to the waiting, waiting at the bus stop when another rickshaw stops by. Mmm. Why take a bus when you can take another rickshaw? This is even one of those rickshaws where you can whip the person. A whip for sure. Joanna riding into the rickshaw, taking delight in whipping the driver when his leg snaps off like a tyre that's just broken. Damn it! I shouldn't have done all that whip whip of whipping. Back at the bus stop, Joanna waits again when the stapled on tongues bus finally comes. Joanna hops on and the bus goes before the tyre breaks off like a leg that's just snapped off. Damn it! I shouldn't have done all that whip 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 whipping. <laughs> Joanna gets on another bus. Sitting next to her is a bowl of ice cream named Mr. Ice Cream. <laughs> well, hey! What's got you so down? <laughs> I came to India to learn the ways of being an annoying white person appropriating another culture, but all I've experienced is hardship. Well, gee whiz! You're telling me? Well, I'm just a bowl of ice cream. I noticed. And no one here will eat me. Will you do me the honor of eating me? I love ice cream. I would usually hop on it, but my ice cream isn't usually sentient. Oh, that's what they all say. They all say, well, I love ice cream, but hearing a talk makes it not feel right. Unethical somehow. Oh, you're all the same. Well... Okay, I will eat you, but I don't have a spoon. Look inside your mind, and you find your spoon. Joanna thinks for a moment. A light bulb goes off and her head goes off. She pulls a spoon out of her head and begins digging into the ice cream. <gasps> eh, yes, eat me. Oh my god, you taste so good. What's in you? Nacho glycerin. <gasps> There's a big explosion. 14 years later, Joanna finally makes it to her retreat. Good lord. Boy, I am not zen right now. I need yoga more than ever. Joanna pays for the retreat, yeah. Well done, my child. What is this? You passed. This better not be one of those things where it was all a setup and I learned yoga along the way. Oh, but it is. That tongue being stapled taught you how to speak Sanskrit. That posture you make after whipping a rickshaw driver is downward dog. 
And all the waiting? Bus pose. It was bus pose. Congratulations, Joanna. You are a yogi. Fuck you! Joanna punches the yoga teacher out. You still have much to learn. The yoga teacher falls unconscious. Finn. And uh, that was your story to India. How's about that? Wow. Yeah. Was that, it was pretty accurate in the <laughs> end. Yeah, it, it seems was. like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... I mean, especially you know. that part about Mr. Ice Cream. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Ice Cream. Did you explode and finally come somehow survive 14 years later? Yeah, I mean, you know, I whipped I whipped the rickshaw driver, but I forgot to nay nay. <laughs> That's a little little pop culture riffy for you. Mm, the rickshaw driver <laughs> silenter. Is that what he's been up to? Yeah. <laughs> Do the stank a leg on the rickshaw. Do the stank a leg. It's when the leg snapped off. That's the stanky leg. <laughs> Jesus, wow, what a journey. Um, yeah, that was your that was your party. Sorry, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having yeah. me on the podcast. This is my yeah. first ever podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I um, I've been a big fan of podcasts, and I, I mean, like, I yeah, I was always like, oh yeah, I'd like to do radio one day. Oh my god. Um, mm. You know, maybe I'll do that, you know, one day. <laughs> and now you're here in a studio that's meant for radio that's been nicked by us yeah. to do a podcast. All we need to do is we- the radio voices. It's the radio of the internet. <laughs> true. So and people true. like the internet more than radio. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So really, we're above radio. Yep. What year is this? 1958? Come on, it's 2018. Yeah. We're yeah. all about the internet now. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on. Um, last, last. Uh, let's g- give your shows another plug. Boom. Yeah. So, yep, Banana Jolie can be found uh, at various festivals. Um, also look it up on the Friends face. Banana mm. Jolie slash Joanna Joy is my little name. Page. Yeah, give her a like on Facebook. And um, then Spiritual Gangster is uh, on the 28th of November to the 1st of December at the Butterfly Club. And, um, you know, come and see what happens if Buddha was a badass. Yeah, love it. Thanks, guys. Late night party, boys. Signing off. Ha, 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 ha!